Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would come and say to your servant who has just come in from plowing or tending the sheep in the field, come here immediately and take your place at table. Would he not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. So you have a fire. You and I have a fire within us. Second reading, Paul says to Timothy, I remind you to stir into flame the gift of God that you have, you have, through the imposition of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. You have a power. It was given when hands were imposed upon you and you received the Holy Spirit, the fire of God's love. It was just given to you and me, 
just given. And it resides within. Never leaves. Now here's the thing. It, 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 Paul is writing to Timothy. He's dear child in the Lord, and he seems a little concerned. Kind of like, Timothy, uh, how you doing with your fire? How you doing with that, Timothy? So he says, I remind you to stir into flame that fire. Did you ever uh, go to a campsite or you have a fire in your fireplace and you know, it's lovely, there's all these flames, and it's warm, it's just very attractive, brings you there, and then after a while, the flames kind of go down, right? And there's some logs and some coals, but there's no flames. So what do you do with a fire? You get a paper, and you do this, and you... You get a poker, and you poke it, and after a minute or two, what happens? The flame light bursts forth, just kind of pops, right? See, there was fire in there, but it wasn't stirred. So it kind of went a little dormant. Paul is saying to Timothy and to you and me, that's your job. It's my job. Your job is to stir that flame within you, that which was given. Don't ignore it. Don't let it get dormant. Don't be a gift that you've received but never opened and taken into your life. This is serious for him. A lot depends on it. Because you see, fire begets fire. And if we're fired, fire will happen. And if others are fired, we're fired. That's why it's our job. St. Norbert's, as a community, will be as effective as the fire that is within each of us. That's how effective we'll be. Give an example. I, uh, years ago, a woman shared with me she was kind of done with her Catholicism. She just went to different churches, didn't do for her. She was about to check out, and someone said, try a Mass at St. Norbert. So I, I don't know which one she went to, but she came to one, and she said she walked in there, and she felt something. She said there was something at that church, in that Mass, that just, it affected me. And I've been coming back ever since. See, she didn't say, oh, the priest was so great, or the music was so great, or the, oh, look at how beautiful it is, or they welcomed me. No, what she said was something there. And that's fire, friends. It's the fire of the Spirit and God's love. And thank God we had enough of that here, that it fired her. And that is each of our job. And it's so important. Each of you is so important. I mean, the, the reverse is also true. You go somewhere, it's a church, and what's going on here? 
I remember years ago, I, as a deacon, I had to do a, a wake service at a funeral home, and it was years ago, and it was in a different town. It wasn't around here. So I walk into the wake service, and the deceased sisters kind of warmly greet me, and then they bring me in the room with the body to do the service, and there's like 12 or 15 people there, and they're standing there like this. And they look at me like, what are you doing here? I mean, there's a religion stuff. I mean, it was really cold in there. <laughs> so I, you know, said the prayers, and I read the gospel, and I preached just like I'm preaching now. And I could tell you the truth was the words went from here to there. They went nowhere. Because there was no fire to receive it. See, this is what happens when we're fired. We pass that fire on, and when fire is there, we receive it. It's reciprocal. It's what makes this life of faith possible. That's why Paul says, stir it, Timothy. Stir it. You know, uh, how does that happen? Well, we've talked a lot of ways about how you stir your fire, how you keep alive to the presence of the one given to you. One is daily prayer. We talk about, hey, 20 minutes a day. Carve it out in your life. Intentionally pray, eyeball to eyeball, heart to heart with Jesus Christ, and you share your life and receive his life, and you warm up in the Spirit. Another thing is community. It's why we're here. We're here because we want to pass on our fire, warm it up. We want to be in small groups. We want to serve. We want to have a Christian friend to bring our fire to so we could be fired. It's what community does. It's what it's meant to do. It's why we don't do this alone. And the third way that we keep the fire is in today's gospel. They say to him, Jesus, increase our faith, which could be translated as Add faith to us. Add some faith here, God. I haven't got enough. So he tells them this parable, this kind of difficult parable about a guy that's out in the fields. He comes in and master says, what, what, what are you going to do? You're going to put an apron on and serve me. And when you're done, there's no thanks. What's his point? His point is... But the way we fire ourselves is also through service. How we serve other people, whatever way, shape, or form. Serving. And I hope when you serve that it's pleasant and you get thank yous. But there will be times when you serve another. It won't be pleasant. And no one's going to thank you. In fact, somebody might even criticize you. So what do you do? On the gospel, it says you keep serving. You just serve anyway, because then you're loving the other the way God and Jesus loved us, who did not deem equality with God to be grasped at, but emptied himself, took on the form of a slave, and came to serve us. And when we love like that, we get fired. Because fire begets fire. Love begets love in Christ. We're called to be servants. 
I love this line from uh, St. John of the Cross. He says, love is repaid by love alone. Love is repaid by love alone. So where's your payment? In the loving, you're repaid. I'd like to end with uh, one other point, and that is we have to make a decision along our lives whether we're going to be consumers or servants. Consumers or servants. We are uh, total consumers, <laughs> all of us, me. We're brought up in the most consumeristic society in the history of humanity. I don't know if we know any other way to go through life but as consumers. So uh, what does that mean, though, when we go to church or when we go to Christ or we approach this Christian faith? Is it basically like, so what's in it for me? What are you going to do for me? Now, Jesus, go to church. What's in this for me? Go there with things you want. You know, I want this. You know. Want a good homily, maybe? Like, you know, good music, not too much, but good music. You know, I want good music. I want to be welcomed, but not, don't touch me, you know. But I want this, I want that. That's okay at one level. But is that it? We just pick what we want and criticize the rest? Or are we in to serve God and one another the way Christ serves us? When we do that, with all this imperfect humanity, we warm up to the spirit within us. See, when we love like that, we're on sacred ground and we become thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.